to the Skeptic Wire. Recording. Well then. Hello! Hello! It is. Actually, what day is it? Oh, wait, 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 there it is. It's the 15th of March, 2015. Beware the Ides of March. Ides. Not eyes, but Ides. Yes. What are Ides? Uh, is, that, is that like before. Is that the, uh, the washing fluid that doesn't get your clothes clean? The tide. Right. <laughs> so this is the Ides of March. Right. The. I don't. I honestly don't know where the phrase came from. <laughs> All I know is the phrase, and it's probably some Roman thing. I, I blame Shakespeare. I mean, probably comes from the play. The phrase "Beware the Ides of March." Well, I'm pretty sure the phrase does, but yeah. But Caesar would have been killed on the Ides of March, so that has to probably precede the Shakespearean. Sure, maybe. <laughs> but pretty sure, "Beware the Ides of March" did not. Um, Probably happened before Shakespeare. Sure. Yes. Yes. Wow. We are just kind of full of ignorance this week, aren't we? Woohoo! Welcome. Welcome to the Ignorant Wire. Ignant. (laughs) The Ignant Wire. Uh, I'm your host, Gary Long, and with me this week is Greg Perrine. Actually, I'm with Greg Perrine this week because he's been here at the constant of the Skeptic Wire, whereas I've been gallivanting all over West Texas and Wyoming and assorted other... Well, you were with us last episode. I was. Yeah. So... But I haven't been constant. This is two in a row. Uh, yes, it is. Yes, we're, it is. We're very, very impressed with you. Yes. Uh, well, we'll see uh, how impressed you are <laughs> <laughs> as the uh, hour goes by. You may all have noticed that we're all baritone this week. <laughs> yes, we're all baritone this week. It's because Donna uh, is not here. Uh, but is, in, in her place is a box of... Uh, it's a Tupperware of uh, brownies. A Tupperware box of That uh, she would not be able to eat. That's right. <laughs> so I don't know if that's an honor of her or in spite. <laughs> and we're not really certain. We'll figure it out when, when she uh, kills us. Uh, what was that? <laughs> I mean, what was that last part? <laughs> oh, the killing? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are, you you mean, wanna... are you mean the Tupperware? <laughs> uh, no, the well, killing part. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you broke a pen. Now she's really going to do it. My pen. What is she? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> she is a great defender of pens. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that one. I I don't know what that means either. Anyway, she's uh she's driving back from Comic Con, really. Yeah, something Dallas. up in Dallas, and apparently today was a horrible, horrible traffic day. It's a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad traffic day. Yep. So, how's your week been? Uh, meh, you know, the usual, meh. but now that it's gotten slightly warmer here in San Antonio, where we're kind of almost spring weather, kind of started that kind of, uh, uh, spring cleaning type stuff around the house. And... Well, it's not even spring. It, it, it jumped right into pre-summer, <laughs> which spring is supposed to be pre-summer, but it's supposed to be kind of like, you know, sweater type weather. Uh, well, I mean, for a place like here in San Antonio, it just means that it's not 50, but it's not 102 yet. Yeah, okay. Right, so it's pre-summer. It's not spring, though. Yeah. Although the poem Spring is Sprung, blah, 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 something. It has something to do with a gopher or a woodchuck or a... Yes. 
badger <laughs> or a badger. <laughs> well, the badger killed the gopher. No, wait, the badger killed the that thing that comes a uh, groundhog. Yes. Although a groundhog does kind of look like a badger, only softer and less athletic, and probably gives a shit. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I try to yes and you, Gary, sometimes, but then I I just don't know what to do with what you feed me. <laughs> just chew on it. Okay. Like Dono with anything wheat-based now, I don't right. know what to do. <laughs> All right. So uh, what we got going on this, this week? What we have? We've, we've got our howdies out of the way. Howdy. Yes, howdy. Yes. <laughs> well, how was your week? It was... Oh, oh I saw... Uh, the, the formation of a dust devil. I was like, right. I was like 15 feet away from it. Cool. And it, and it, it formed around a truck and got really big and then went over to some equipment and dissipated. Huh. It was, so it was those are cool. basically mini short lived tornadoes. Yeah. 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 But it, it, it was knocking, uh, stuff over. And so it, it, it wasn't like just a, a little bit of wind. It, it picked up a bucket. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> it did. It's pretty cool. I'm just trying to imagine what horrible thing could have been in that bucket. But. Uh, as far as I know, nothing. Yeah. It was an empty Just bucket. rattled around. Yeah. 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 So you saw a, a bucket lifted. Yes. Oh, that's, that's wonderful. You, you yeah, mentioned... I, can, I, can put, I can write that off my bucket list. <laughs> damn it. God damn it, Gary. <laughs> oh. Not, not that I have a whole list of buckets on this list. Mmm. <laughs> corrugated metal. <laughs> plastic. <laughs> Yeah. One made of cheese. <laughs> Ooh, cheese bucket. Uh, I'm sure there's bread buckets out there that you can serve soup or nachos in or something. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, I guess we have to give a shout out. Uh, uh, one of my favorite authors, uh, Terry Pratchett, passed away. Uh, I'm actually really sad about that. Right. Um, I, ha I haven't read his work, but it's things like, uh, was it Discworld? Uh, he had a whole bunch of Discworld, which is a lot of social uh, satire and commentary. Uh, he also wrote one of my favorite books, Good Omens, with uh, Neil Gaiman or Gaiman, 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 and and he he wrote over seventy novels, so mm -hmm. uh, very prolific. And unfortunately, uh, we had talked about previously that he was diagnosed with early onset uh, Alzheimer's, and so he was worried that that was going to keep him from living uh, satisfying life. And so he was he did a, a special on uh, assisted suicide. Mm -hmm. Uh, it turns out that he passed away uh, naturally yeah. uh, in his sleep, and his a couple of his last tweets were very poignant. So, Yeah, because he wrote a lot of where he personified death as a character. Yes. And it seemed like his last tweets were related to that. I, I wonder if that was like I think they he, knew this was going to happen, so he had these set up and ready to go. I'm, I'm yeah. pretty sure he did. He, he was a forward thinking. But I know that the Alzheimer's, he could no longer type. So he uh, dictated. Yeah, I believe I read that end. same thing. So, so very sad. Sorry to see him go. And um, now I'm going to have to read all of his novels again. <laughs> <laughs> I heard also this week that apparently there was some small kerfuffle over at the San Antonio Atheist Facebook page. Uh, well, sort there of. was some interesting post. Well, uh, it, a lot of people who listen to this podcast probably know uh, I fucking love science. Yes. Uh, well, there's uh, another one called We Fucking Love Atheism, and they posted a picture, uh, somebody's Facebook page, and we don't know exactly when this was originally posted, but they posted on the on the 13th 
of this week. And it says, quote. You going to use your southern accent on this one? I, I will. Good. I will. The atheist Bible states that atheists are required to hate God at all costs. It also states that the atheist religion is the only religion that is truth. Uh, uh, it's actually spelled the only religion. It actually, it's a kind of amazing because this entire thing is is written properly. There's yeah. you know uh, no misspellings. So let me go back. It also states that the atheist religion is the only religion that is truth. This basically means that atheists believe what hating God is the only true way to be. This is why atheists are followers of Satan. They claim not to believe in God, but their own Bible states that they should hate God. Their religion makes no sense. And so underneath that, they've got the the meme with uh, 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 Ron, Bur- Ron Burgundy. Yeah. He's like, I'm not even mad. The amount of stupid in this post is actually kind of impressive. I'm impressed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, it is the kind of thing that we atheists and seculars just hear all the time that we really do believe in God. We just we just hate him because we had some bad experience. Yeah. And we, we do realize he's there. We're just lying when we say we don't believe that yeah, it exists. In, in our hearts. Yeah, because something like that. God-shaped hole in our hearts. So I, I wanted to find this atheist Bible. <laughs> um, so I, I went to Amazon. You'd figure they'd have it. You know, a mm-hmm. bunch of heathens. They've got everything. Yeah. Well, they, do have, they do have a couple of books called the Atheist Bible. Uh, one of them happens to be written by Ray Comfort. And it's full of his really, really bad apologetics. Ray Comfort's not an atheist. No, but he wrote the Atheist Bible trying to convert people, which, of course, doesn't work. <laughs> because you just, I mean, I guess if you're three, uh, right. some of his arguments might work. Uh, but then there's also another one that looks kind of interesting. I kind of want to read it. And now I have to find it. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Damn it. Well, with the magic of editing, you can take a minute to look that up, and I can chop half of this out. Indeed. The most, oh, yeah, it's called, uh, so there, there's one of Irreverent Thoughts, and then there's another one called The Most Dangerous Book That Never Existed. And supposedly, it's kind of um, uh, a scholarly work about uh, Pope Gregory the Ninth accusing Frederick II of heresy. And hmm. then... Because Gregory announced that Frederick, so the Pope announced that the king had written a blasphemous book called uh, De Tribus Imposteribus, or Treaties of the Three Impostors, in which he denounced Moses, Jesus, and Muhammad as impostors. Okay. And so it's actually kind of a, it's a scholarly work, and it sounds kind of interesting. It has um, nothing to do with what this writer posted about well no because first of all i need to know whether we're still supposed to eat babies now i've seen a video (laughs) that says we don't do that anymore Eh, it depends on if you're reformed and you know but you know i'd like to have a a very thin paged book that's gilded that i can hold up and (laughs) and and bang around at people so and hit people over the head with and then say that this says i'm not allowed to believe in god and therefore i don't (laughs) well i'd also like to find out related to this post apparently what we believe on Satan. Good because... <laughs> well, we have to believe in... I mean, if we believe in God, you have to believe in Satan. Because, right. Because God said he created evil. Uh, in the Old Testament, he says, I create these things, uh, evil being one of them. Okay. And, of course, according to the... Uh, at least the Catholic uh, dogma, uh, Satan was originally an angel who fell 
you know, who somehow got free will. Hey, I've seen the the uh, TV series Supernatural. I know exactly what you're talking about. Oh, okay. I've I've, I've seen Constantine <laughs> and a whole bunch of those other ones. Uh, uh, those last six days, or whether the Schwarzenegger one, the whole bunch of end of the world ones, and yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, so apparently, uh, being atheist, I'm supposed to hate God, and in fact, it's dogmatically. Uh, mm-hmm. appropriate for me to do so, <laughs> uh, in spite of not because, believing in gods. And, you know, one other thing that it, like, is a thread to all these kind of accusations, straw men, whatever they put on us, is we are just another religion. Right. <laughs> and and basically, I, I can understand from their point of view that they have to assume that we are just as dogmatic as they are. If, it, it, if they're like uber, uber dogmatic Christians or whatever, that we must follow the words of Dawkins and uh, Darwin as dogmatic and follow them off the cliff or whatever. <laughs> there, there are priests or whatever, and then that we are, we know in our hearts that they're, that what they know is to be true because if we don't believe them and what we're saying, if it's not just us being deceitful, then their house of cards of belief may actually f- have to fall as opposed to, well, they can just straw man us saying, oh, well, they just really believe yeah. all this kind of word salad coming around saying, I, no, no, I'm a believer. And what I'm saying still is right. Yeah. And, and you can, you can see the psychological defense mechanisms going on there, but they're still also kind of being dicks. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I mean, that it's, <laughs> this post makes no sense. Basically. <laughs> Yeah, I, but I got a big kick out of it. Mm-hmm. I was really excited, and so I, I, I responded to the San Antonio atheist group, you know, saying, "Hey, you know, does do we have gilded pages, or or is that made out of the babies that we're not supposed to eat anymore, or, or what?" You know, it's really really horrible post. Or is it some secret Masonic thing that the outside world is not supposed to know about? Yeah, yeah. you know, we should we should be in on this because we have a podcast. Damn it! Well, we have a podcast with tens and tens of listeners, but we have a podcast. <laughs> I I think that gets that gets us in the foyer <laughs> or the foyer. We're like like level two Scientologists or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've you know I've I, I my my feet in levels are uh, uh, low high. I don't know. Well, it, 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 no, it's it's to me. I'm trying to co- do the comparison of like what does the rank of captain in the navy compare to what A rank shirt. in like <laughs> we're we're at least red shirts. Come on. <laughs> are we officer red shirts or just like uh like enlisted officer no i think i think i think we have uh i think i think we have uh, uh those those things that go woo, 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 woo. <laughs> I, I do i don't know about you tricorders sure well uh, no spock has a tricorder we have the other things that go woo, woo, woo. they all have tricorder type okay things. in the old series they have phasers yeah tricorders and uh, communicators. That's all they no, had. No, no, there was there was also one that wasn't a tricorder, but it's it's sort of it looks like a like a what would be a modern four track. <laughs> okay, there were some weird engineering devices that Scotty had that were just kind of look like dowsing rods. So maybe you're thinking one of those things. No, no, it, it was it's it's a little black box. It's it, it, it may have just been a tricorder. I don't freaking know. I don't remember. You're the one with the the nine thousand uh, series, not not the Terminator, but the you know all of the. I DVDs. own a lot of Star Trek DVDs. Is do you, what you're do you own to say. all of them? I don't own Voyager or uh, uh, the Enterprise series. Oh, then that's fine. Then. Yeah, because 
Because Voyager fucking sucked. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Greg at Skeptic. <laughs> For if those of you, you that liked really <laughs> Yeah. There were good moments and there were a few good actors in that group, but the as all anyway. Actually I, I you know you know who I am in, in the Star Trek universe then? I'm that guy who's like uh actively twisting something uh which where there's nothing there. That's who that's who, what I'm in. You're actively twisting some kind of like big what? wheel while yeah. Kirk and Spock walk yeah. past you in the corridor. Yeah, that, that's me. We're on the ship of skepticism. Yeah. Okay, so we're not like in the academy. No, we, no, we've no passed, we, we, we have a podcast. We're yes. definitely on the ship. <laughs> we might, we might just be the person in the background, but we're on the ship. Skeptic wire. We are the red shirts of the skeptical <laughs> movement. Exactly. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> we got to turn that into a t-shirt. Um, we kind of got off a little off track there. We did. So that was, that was kind of the, uh, but that was the 13th. So that was two days ago and I've just been having, and just enjoying yeah. this little meme. It is interesting and, and, and fortunately sometimes fun to see what other people post about us on Facebook or have those kind yeah, of. Yeah, but where they get this. Yeah. Cause I, I really, I really want to know where this atheist Bible is coming from. Cause it's not, it's not from the satanic Bible. No. That's completely different because they do believe in God. I well, would not necessarily. I would assume that this is someone, I mean, the, the, the meme has the name and face blacked out. Yeah. You know, for privacy reasons, that's fine. Um, I would assume this is, I'm going out on a limb here, that this is someone who doesn't think they know any atheists. Any atheists they know are way in the closet. Right. And I think they probably young. hear this sort of jargon from either some televangelist or their preacher yeah. on a Sunday who also doesn't know any atheists and wants to, and, and warns about the, you know, the fool says there is no God kind yeah. of people. And to, to stop people from having rational thought because, well, those atheists, they just they still believe in God anyway, so you shouldn't listen to them. They're just agents of Satan trying to pull yeah. you away from God, as God. you put it. <laughs> it's basically the Ken Ham, uh, Ray Comfort mm -hmm. idea of thinking. Yeah. It's, it's a it's whole – it's, it's not just a straw man. It's a straw man of a straw man of a straw man. <laughs> of something that's completely made up. Yes. <laughs> And that is that game of telephone where somehow they heard that we have a Bible. Someone told this person. So they assume that they were being told the truth. Yeah. It almost sounds like high school or junior high. <laughs> yeah. You have the one guy, oh, I know everything. And so you mm -hmm. accept whatever the idiot's saying. Here. At the same time, you want to, like, understand these people. Like, you know, like the, 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 the Jehovah's Witness who comes to your door. You want to understand that. They're trying in their brain. They're trying to help you. They're trying to be nice because they think you're in your soul is in danger. Sure, some of them, and some of them are doing it just because they're told to do it. Right, <laughs> but at the same time, it's it's you want to understand them, but in some cases you just can't. You I, just you, you can't want to hitch slap them. It, it kind of <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> yeah, okay. But I, I think they have truly lost direction, and we want to um, maybe change topics before we go on a marathon about this whole sure. meme and Sure, because, you know, they often walk, like the Jehovah's, they'll, they'll walk a marathon, and mm -hmm. they maybe they come upon an atheist, and they, and they go, what a, what a curious 
curious thing that this person is. What an opportunity this is to talk to an atheist. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and just like that, opportunity has found a rock. After almost going a marathon on Mars. Yes. It's, and it's so close. He's basically a she, whatever. About 140 uh, meters away. Meters or, away, yeah. yeah. Or so yard, yards. 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 Kind of crawling. Kind of crawling towards yeah. the end. What's a, yard meters? Eaters? Mards? Mards. Okay. So it, it has found some interesting rockage uh, that it, that we have not, we being humanity, yes. not like you and I, but have not seen this type of chemical competence. Try that again? <laughs> we have, wow. I have no idea what happened to my tongue there. <laughs> we have not seen this type of chemical composition on any rock in Mars. I don't even know if we can get, like, uh, spectral reflections off the, the ground. So it's probably, a, it's probably not like a huge vein of, like, gold or anything. Right. Uh, but they're saying it's, it's composed of um, aluminum. Don't start that again. <laughs> and silicon. And silicon, yes. So it's 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 basically uh Coke cans and breasts. Oh wait, that's silicone. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually thinking it was a horda. A horda. You just had like a ten minute joke rant on red shirts and you don't understand a reference about a horda? Oh, is that is that that the silicon based rock- life, yeah, life form, form from yeah, Devil yeah. in the Dark? Yeah, 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 yeah. Jesus, scary. I didn't know the name of it. I know that Spock like mind melds with it. Pain. Exactly. Pain. <laughs> uh, yes. So it, it's this like blocky rock that uh, is like on the edge of the Marathon Valley, named so because opportunity is about to hit a marathon, so they named this valley that way. And you were saying that you weren't sure if they could do, like, from orbit spectral stuff? Yeah. I know, well, I know they can, but uh, right. they, it, this seems to be a kind of a one-off type thing. More more focused. Yeah. Well, I, I know they wanted to look in this valley because other scans from orbit had said that Marathon Valley has some kind of clay minerals. So maybe at some point it had water going through it, maybe a million yeah, years so ago, this something could like be, that. Yeah. So this rock formation, these blocks of rock, may be slightly related to that somehow, this, the, that water flow maybe. Or it may just be neat rocks that got formed geologically some other way that... Or, or they could be uh, we don't astro- uh, meteorized uh, asteroid yeah. uh, debris. It did remind me, reading the story... Um, we don't know. <laughs> yeah, we don't know where these rocks came from, but every once in a while I mentioned to some of my friends that... I remember as a kid going with my mother and my little brother to go see the GoBots movie. <laughs> it was significantly less famous than the Transformers yes. movie, yes. but it does exist, and you can find it on YouTube for free. <laughs> it has, like, Telly Savalas as the evil guy. Margot Kidder is one of the voices as okay, well. Okay, voices, because I thought it was, yeah. an- okay, it was animated. animated. Yeah. And, and, and they find these new allies. The GoBots find these new allies that are essentially rock Transformers. So these these gobots go from rocks to robots back to rocks again because exciting rocks are exciting <laughs> playthings I, yeah so I, my brain went to oh it's one of the rocky gobots <laughs> <laughs> yeah so they go from rocks to buildings yeah 
Basically, no, didn't that just be Legos? Never mind. <laughs> well, it, it it could be that this Rocky GoBot is observing Opportunity back because Opportunity's had some technical problems in its yes. old age. I mean, it's eleven years old. Yeah, twelve based on when it was launched, but and that's in and that's in Mars Rover's years. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> there have been problems with its arms and its flash memory. Yeah. Like, well, it's it's just yeah. ba- it was only supposed to last thirty days. Three months. Three months. Yeah. Okay. Times three <laughs> ish. And now, yeah. So it's it's been on a freaking planet for eleven yes. years and not in a kind of a hostile environment. So it, hostile that its sister spirit got stuck in twenty ten. Yes, in the sand trap. Yes. Probably whole 12 or 13, I'd imagine. <sighs> Couldn't make it to the, to the 19th hole. Poor thing. <laughs> Isn't the 19th hole the, the bar afterwards? Yes. Okay. Exactly. So, yeah, it's it's having problems. Like, like the, the the description I heard is, like, the, the robotic arm has arth- arthritis. Right. And they're trying to fix the flash memory thing. But to do that, they have to reconfigure the entire memory. And so for the last couple of months, uh, they, they haven't been using the flash memory. So I guess they've mm-hmm. just been uploading it as they as they can. Yeah, they'll, they'll basically use the, the read-write memory, upload it to the Mars orbiter or something, and then destroy it all yeah. as it goes. But it's still giving us pretty neat science. And... After they finish observing these two big blocky silicon uh, aluminium rocks, that they're gonna sounds like a sounds like a band <laughs> aluminium rocks. <laughs> it's not quite heavy metal. <laughs> it's light metal. <laughs> it's heavy metal done with acoustic instruments. Darkness has taken my soul. Okay. But once they've ex- explored these interesting rocks, they're going to do that kind of shutdown process to, to restart everything so they can use the part of the flash memory that is working or something like that. And and maybe they'll finish the marathon first as well just to make sure that they don't lose the, the, the that, that arbitrary milestone. Yeah. Yeah. Because it is the farthest that any man-made object has gone on another world. So far. I think the second place is a Russian rover on the moon, like 20 miles or something, 17 miles, something like that. And there's a a graphic you can find online. (laughs) Yes. By the way, I I just – I'm going back to the the acoustic metal. (laughs) Go ahead. Go ahead. I just want to hear Pantera's, you know, fucking hostile. (laughs) (laughs) On a banjo. On a banjo. (laughs) A banjo and a a mouth harp. (laughs) Okay. Have we have we satisfied your curiosity about that topic, Gary? Certainly area? about that. But speaking about curiosity, uh, when uh, so Donna, I believe, posted this originally, and the, the, the thing about the opportunity about the opportunity and yeah. the and the minerals, and so underneath that, Facebook kindly uh, gave some suggestions on things that we might follow up on that are similar right. to this. And you you like this? You may also like kind of that yes. Amazon reference thing. Gotcha. Exactly. Uh, uh, Listeria, if you like Listeria, that's, <laughs> uh, in in the Bluebell ice cream. <laughs> you may also enjoy E. coli from exactly. lettuce. <laughs> exactly. Have you tried the latest Ebola? Uh, <laughs> but, so one of the things that popped up was uh, a YouTube video. 
No, which and is so, we, we we've kind of made that kind of our wheelhouse lately. Yeah. Having some fun with that. Yeah, and, and this one says a mysterious humanoid caught next to Mars Curiosity rover, mm-hmm. and I thought immediately, I have to see this. What are they talking about? Because <laughs> it wasn't Bigfoot. No. Which would be ridiculous. But humanoid might, you know. Well, I mean, there's been lots of different things, including a supposedly Bigfootish figure. I rem- remember yeah. years ago, there was something Bigfooty that they said was yeah. on Mars, or there was a rodent, or a dinosaur skull. In, in fact, it was a rock that looked almost exactly like the, uh, uh, not the Sapruda film. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that the, the, classic the classic Washington State kind yeah, of... Yeah, that the running, running, running Bigfoot. Bigfoot. It turned out that it was yeah. only about a couple inches high. Yeah. yeah. So, I thought, I'll, I'll watch this, and it's it's pretty bad. <laughs> Do we want to do kind of a mini woo-woo tube yeah, here? Yeah, let's just do a little mini woo-woo. So first of all, uh, you'll notice that this this person doesn't want their voice. It turns out it's a female. It, it, I, I read the comments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and I lost a little bit of your soul that you day. You know, well, I was pretty actually kind of happy on, on this particular one. I think there were some honest, good comments going, mm-hmm. this, this was not the best um example <laughs> and people were defending the curiosity going do you even know what shadows are right so uh so the the poster is a person who goes by the username paranormal crucible yes and their username the user icon is a one of those little gray faced aliens sure uh, and I think that, that they probably post oftentimes on UFO daily news or something. Or they pull their material from that. or Yeah, yeah so so they, they don't put their own voice. They actually have uh, a computer-generated voice, but not the cool hawking voice, but more like the Microsoft <laughs> Clippy voice. <laughs> Which we've heard on, I, I think, the um, – what was – I think it was the Chemtrails video that we yes. watched a few weeks yeah, ago. Yeah, the same, same video. Yeah, yeah, same. So, uh, it wasn't the same person, though. But it, it was the same voice. It must be a, a similar generator that multiple people can use. Just yeah. type in your text and it'll read it for yeah, you in I, an audio I, I file. Know, I know when, when I first got Microsoft and I learned about this narrator th- function, I, I did it a couple of times. I okay. laughed heartily <laughs> and then never used it again. Apparently, you can make videos with it. <laughs> well, at least that software in general has improved over the last 20 <laughs> right. years because it generally pronounces things fairly good, even if it has odd Grammar? Shatner-esque Pauses, pauses yes. in its pronunciation of some things. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The crux of this whole thing is there's a picture. Uh, it's basically a selfie. No, it's not It's not a selfie. It's, it's a picture of the ground, and you can see that the the shadow of the Curiosity rover. And to the, on the left-hand side of this, it does kind of look like some guy with a with a square backpack on, like a a person in a pressure suit might wear, but they're not wearing a helmet. According to Ac- what it looks like, and the periodolia, it very it's very much periodolia. And, and the the someone pointing out to you, look, see, there's where the backpack is, and that's yeah. where the hair is, that's yeah, where the leg is. Yeah, the guy's got spiky hair for some reason. <laughs> so, so it goes on. And goes, oh well, that's that's an interesting. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, conclusion. Basically, listeners, if you're trying to wonder what this might look like, imagine the Johnny Five robot from Short Circuit in the 80s being leaned over by Star-Lord from Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> okay. And have a shadow of their kind of doing a high five or something. Yeah. yeah. 
and to me, it's just a person who doesn't understand the form of the Curiosity rover. Yeah. Uh, how shadows work, <laughs> uh, which is usually, or or even that that this, I think it's a curved lens. You know, it's it's a macro okay. lens, so it's or fisheye lens rather. And so uh, it, there's a whole bunch of artifacts, and so yeah, it does kind of look like that, but it, it's also a lot of poor reasoning, a lot yeah. of assumptions about what this means and where this f- photograph came from. Because I found a link online where you can get to. Where uh, NASA Jet Propulsion Laboratory, whoever it is, released this picture on the internet. Yeah, and uh, and it's a problem. series of still photos where you see the photo before it, the photo after it, separated by thirty seconds or so each. Yeah, and and they make they make a point that the person is still there because they they assume <laughs> yes. it's a person. But I I just it's it's an interesting reason. Okay, so it's a, it's a three minute video, but. Uh, maybe instead of playing, I'll just read out the the cool parts, or do we want to play it? We can play it. We'll just won't stop it quite as often as okay. we normally would. Okay, let's do that. So let's like maybe do about thirty seconds at a time. So uh, to introduce Paranormal Crucible, December fourth, two thousand fifteen, mysterious humanoid caught next to Mars Curiosity rover. <laughs> You can make that more robotic. Sure. Yes. <laughs> I'll pitch it down or pitch yeah. it up. Yeah. I'll pitch it up so it's really fast like this. There you go. <laughs> All right. Let's go into it. A mysterious figure dun, dun, dun. has been photographed on the red planet by the Mars Curiosity rover. <laughs> the image, which appears to show the shadow of a humanoid leaning over the Curiosity rover, was snapped by the left navigation camera. On board the Mars Explorer. And released by JPL. Right. I don't know exactly where that camera is, but it might be up on the stalk or on the front of, I like, think it's front on the face. St- if you look at the... It's probably on the stalk, because you can see... Yeah. You That's can where see. most of the cameras are, but I don't know for sure. Yeah. But there's more... It doesn't more, really yeah. fucking matter. Yeah. <laughs> this cannot be a trick of light. No shit. Yes, if it can. If we look closer, we can see that the figure has hair, a body with a possible backpack... And legs. Could this image confirm that no. there is a human presence on the red planet? No. As many conspiracy <laughs> theorists believe. Absolutely not. Yeah, th- I mean, this is the thing where they just kind of zoom in on the same exact picture. Huh. And that's like zooming in on the face of Mars picture from the 1970s, where it's the same picture. This is, doesn't quite pixelate as much because they're only going to like half size or something. Yeah, and it's also high def pictures. So. But the, the way to prove something like this is to have a photo from another angle. So you can see that, well, first of all, that there's something actually there that's causing the shadow, but also that the shadow looks also like a human from another angle. Yeah. But this is this is excellent writing because they've stated their premise and they've ran with it. Yes. <laughs> like, oh, well, it's obviously human and therefore you can see the spiky hair. Right. It looks humanish, therefore it is. So let's yeah. keep going. In 2007, NASA reported that the solar PV panels on the Mars Spirit rover were covered with a layer of thick dust. Yes. The Martian dust, if unchecked, would cause interference with the solar panel functions and would be catastrophic for any of the Mars rovers. Technically true. That's been a problem. As you can see in this NASA image, the Spirit rover's PV panels are heavily covered in Martian dust. That's what we see. a few days later, the dust is completely gone. Yes. NASA stated that a gust of Martian wind 
blew the dust off the PV panels. And we know that wind can't possibly do right. that. Well, I, I, I find it interesting throughout this whole video that they use words like NASA stated that a gust of Martian wind blew. It's like wind is wind. You'd, it's it's like you know it's no. like some Star Trek reference to you know the Venuvian pleasure beetles or something. <laughs> I don't know. I guess. they have those on Mars. But well, it could it could have been like a really bad hurricane on Earth that went through space. <laughs> anyway. The panspermia of weather is what you're talking about. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> if a butterfly flaps his wings in in China, it causes a hurricane on Mars. Absolutely. I think okay, quantum, you know, but it is reasonable. We know that wind exists on Mars, so it's not implausible that right. wind could blow dust away. Yeah, like if 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 the the rover was covered in pebbles, more of a problem. Landslide, more of a problem. Dust, For, wind cures it. Fruity pebbles actually would be easier <laughs> to get rid of. You're being childish. Yes, yes. So we be, we believe the story that. Martian dust could blow away the dust. Let's find out what the narrator. Narrator. Let's find out what the narrator says. Does this explanation seem plausible? Yes. Or is it more reasonable to assume that someone cleaned the dust from the solar panels? No. It would also seem unlikely that NASA would spend over four hundred million dollars designing the Spirit rover and not have a technology in place to keep the PV panels clean. That's actually kind of a good point. Mm -hmm. But um, at the same time, it's all about what can you do, uh, your, your your weight ratio. So they knew, in fact, they, they had expected that the solar mm -hmm. panels would last about 60, uh, nine, a few months, three, down, three months. Yeah. That was the whole point. And then anything after that would be bonus. And so they were, I think, surprised, one, that it got covered so late in the game and recovered. Yeah, I, I, uh, sorry, uh, well, man, is that it recovered? So it blew away. So that was cool. Yeah, I remember uh, sometimes that, like when they would shut it down for Martian winter. Yeah, and here I am doing Martian in winter, yeah. but uh, that it would get covered by dust, and that they would just hope that the wind would blow it off so they could restart it in the spring. Right, but see, but see, you would have to say Martian winter because we could shut it down for winter here, and it wouldn't necessarily. Yeah, exactly. Winter, so. But it's Florida where the, all the JPL peoples yeah, we'll work get, from, and we'll they get, don't really we'll have get winter. To that. We'll yeah. get to Florida. <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. Uh, yeah, so uh, bringing it back just a, a second, so they're saying because the Spirit Rover, which is already defunct, was sometimes covered in dust and then uncovered. Obviously, they showed a picture of some guy with a solar panel and a squeegee. Yeah, yeah. That someone out there is maintaining these rovers as opposed to if if we could send a human to Mars, we could tout as, wow, this is a wonderful thing we can do as humanity. Yeah. And we also have rovers. We would be freak. NASA yeah. would be all over that. Like, look, we have a human on Mars. They would have huge parades and, you know, schools would be named after them and stuff like that. But that we don't. But the according to the narrator, the most plausible that's the most plausible idea that there are basically space janitors on Mars yeah. cleaning off the rovers because they have nothing else better to do. That wind is an implausible explanation, right? Because yeah, so we have so the theory has to be then the conspiracy theory has to be that we sent the rovers to do science 
And so the rovers are doing the science, and so they have people maintaining the rovers. That that doesn't make any yeah. sense. Why, if we well, have humans, I'll, we can just have the humans do the damn science. A lot of this is tied into I can I forget the exact phrase, but something along Stupidity. the lines of like unlisted military. Oh yeah, personnel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That are that are basically secretly off the books. Yeah, that was actually in the comments. Yeah, that that it's related to this somehow. So these people are a secret military force, like a non non terrestrial. Or they're they're humans or they're not humans. It depends on which conspiracy theorist you talk to. <laughs> but yeah, that's the general post of it. So the idea is because spirit was cleaned off of its dust, therefore there is a mysterious figure who could go and maintain the curiosity. Right. Rover, right, and, and it, it gets as as we move on, it gets a lot better, which is miles apart from each other. Yeah, but of course, if they're on, if they're humans on Mars, they have like go karts. But we're gonna we're gonna learn a lot about Mars and the Moon in a moment. Yes. During a recent coast to coast broadcast, a former NASA employee called in to relate a story about the Mars Viking lander. Just saying, a former NASA worker employee mm -hmm. means nothing. Absolutely. They employ something like 100,000 people total. Mm -hmm. That's including contracts and stuff. So saying you're a former NASA employee, you, you could be a janitor. They also back off this claim, the next sentence that we'll hear. The caller, who claimed to have worked for NASA during the Viking rover mission, claimed she saw two people walking on the surface of Mars. At least they used the claimed word in that sentence a couple yeah. times to say... Claimed they work at NASA. They might yeah. be insane. This is basically just someone who called into the Coast to Coast radio show that... Known is, for its for, uh, veracity yeah. and... Uh, it is a hotbed of scum and villainy <laughs> as far as skeptical and, science well, is concerned. And credulity. Yeah. So now we'll actually hear this conversation, which as best I could tell from doing some quick internet searching, did happen somewhere in the tail end of 2014 at some point. I don't have any specifics on when this happened or, or, or the context around this call before and after. But let's let's just listen to the essentially minute or so of this coast to coast section, unless Gary wants me to stop at a certain point. So here we go. Well, I I used to work at NASA during that time and uh, handling downlink telemetry and uh, one night on our video monitors while you know the. Uh, Little Viking rover was uh, running around. Okay, I, I am, I'm going to stop there. Um, she was handling downlink telemetry. Okay, maybe. Not, not, not a janitor, then. And whatnot, very technical term, on the, quote, video monitors, as best I can tell from researching Viking, it did not have video cameras. No. It had very slow resolution cameras that it, there was all pictures, and, yeah, and and telemetry data, and it, they, we didn't we didn't have the bandwidth back then for for, for video. live video. There, there's some ah, fun conspiracy. anecdotes. There's some fun anecdotes of when the Viking lander was still on Earth that they took used the lander to take photos of the mission crew, yeah, and that the 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 kind of scan rate of the cameras was so slow. That some of the scientists could move to the other side of the group and still be in the picture twice. Yeah, like like when they take those big big pictures of a, of a large yeah. group. Yeah. So it's 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 scanning that way. But also notice at the end of that sentence, the caller who was apparently scientifically minded enough to handle downlink telemetry 
called it the Viking rover that was, quote, running around. Running around. It ah. was a lander. It had feet, not yeah. wheels. <laughs> That's right. That, that just sentence makes me question the whole veracity of everything this person is going to say. Oh, oh, well, it gets better. Oh, yes, it does get better, but that's like big. I mean, that's like. No, 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 no. Just, that's like, like a play. big old red flag being waved in Tiananmen Square or something. Yes, <laughs> yes. absolutely. I see two men in suits, not necessarily space suits. I mean, they look protective, but uh, they didn't look like the bulky things that, you know, our not use. But they came over the horizon walking towards the. Uh, uh, Viking Explorer, and uh, our vision got cut off. I didn't see what they did with it or anything else. So essentially, she's assuming that, like, the video got cut off because there's, like, what, a five-second delay, like the Super Bowl, okay. to avoid people from swearing or seeing guys in suits. Yeah. And they didn't catch it. Yeah, but but the, the this basic, this kind of reminds me of, like, Capricorn 1. Okay. Uh, it's at O.J. Simpson, in fact. <laughs> um, but but like it sounds like she's remembering a film and not an actual, <laughs> you know. Because like okay. the Chupacabra, uh, with yeah. the Chupacabras, uh, they've traced it back, and I think that they've pretty much figured it, it came out about the same time Species did. Yes. So this yeah. was kind of the same thing. That's when Chupacabra was more of a humanoid-looking beast instead and, of a dog-looking beast. Alien. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to go back a little bit so we can hear the host come in after she was talking about these men in suits. Our vision got cut off. I didn't see what they did with it or anything else. They were probably making repairs. Obviously. Just well, feed them the line. I if they were our guys or not. Cause, yeah, they were, know, they you were know what kind of suits they wore? How does he know? Yeah. I, oh, yeah, yeah. They were our guys. I, I don't know who the other voice is. I assume it's the host of this call-in show. Uh. I, I can't remember his name, but... Um, yeah, just assumes that, yes, definitely, it was our guys, we know for sure, it's this... Oh, it's definitely our guys, I've seen that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Red Planet too. Yeah, actually, no, it was Pep Boys. Uh... <laughs> Making repairs. Making yeah. repairs, yeah. Okay. So they, they go and to investigate what's going on with the suits. Pardon? Do you know what kind of suits they wore? In well, they wouldn't have to wear very much. I mean, the atmosphere is... Uh... Uh, there's enough atmosphere to walk around without a spacesuit on Mars, same as there is on the moon. That's amazing. The moon. Moon has an atmosphere. Everyone knows this. <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've seen that movie too. Uh, First Man on the Moon. No spacesuits walking around. And there's even an entire civilization. There's a king of the moon. <laughs> that's that that that's <laughs> that's not true. But <laughs> it is. I've seen it in a movie. <laughs> yeah, in in a. In a historical document. So what kind of protective <laughs> gear would you need on the moon? Hold on, let's find that out. I mean, there's not, it's like about 15,000 feet on Earth now. So it's rarefied. Uh, you can go through a 24-hour acclimatization uh, program on the moon, and you can walk around uh, without a spacesuit. Uh, same thing on Mars. You don't need a spacesuit. Uh, if they had one, it was just minimal. This is This is good news. So that's the end of the clip from Coast to Coast. Just want to let our listeners know that that yeah. someone called in claiming to have worked at NASA on the telemetry, the, on the video telemetry. The, yeah, the video telemetry, the downlink. No, 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 no. They, no, yeah. they were just working on the telemetry. They just happened to be watching the video. Yes. And and, and the, and the men in black in the dark suits did not catch it in time. Yeah, and I remember there was two guys, and they would dress up as girls so they could live in a girl's dormitory. 
You're talking about bosom buddies, aren't you? Uh, could be. <laughs> and then there was another group where there was a guy who pretended he was gay and he was living with two girls. That's Three's Company. Yes. Very odd aliens. <laughs> anyway. Very much so. So, and, and just the assumption that, yes, there are... So here we have the accumulation of the, the proof of this video that there is a shape that looks vaguely humanish over the Curiosity rover. The spirit rover got magically cleaned at some point, and someone called into a radio show and anonymously said, I saw men on Mars yep. in non-spacesuit suits. Yeah, video, video. And all of this is conclusive proof and we can finish out the say the last 30 seconds of this paranormal crucible video it goes back to the computer narrator if this evidence is to be believed not. it would appear <laughs> that nasa is working alongside a secret space program they might that has already established a human presence on mars they haven't <laughs> i strongly believe that elements within the nasa administration want the truth revealed yes maybe that is why images like this are leaked onto the internet, possibly to get the people of the world prepared concerning extraterrestrial life on the red planet. That's it's, that's the video there. It's not leaked. <laughs> it's on their page. Yes. It is on the page. They're not hiding it. There's not someone going, oh, oh, I, I, they, they wouldn't post this. No, it's on the JPL's main site. Yes. Idiots! Yes. <laughs> My God, are they incapable of Googling? <laughs> Don't answer that. That's just... Well, the, um, there was an io9 also covered this yeah. a bit as well, and they showed from that same that the JPL sequence of photos that NASA did release, not leak, it's released and it's still out there for you to find. There's another photo for some 30 seconds later that is... A slightly different angle, maybe the rover moved, maybe the camera moved or something on the, the post or something, and it shows that there's still some shape there. If it was a human, it hasn't moved for 30 seconds, or it's not human. And and looking at diagrams of what the rover looks like, at the front of the rover, in front of that mast that has the cameras of it, there is a an arm on the Curiosity rover that has a, a head of instruments on it, a drill, uh, the alpha particle X-ray spectrometer, the Chimera, the Mali, the DRT, basically a multiple tool head thing that's going on. And there's lots of wires that's going between everything that could look like loose material. Yeah. Could look like hair. So I, I honestly think that this is basically an, an interestingly caught shadow of that arm that yeah. is in the f so if you think the body of the curiosity rover is here with the masthead is my head that works it's in like, the podcast yeah there's this like <laughs> arm in front <laughs> yes <laughs> uh you want to explain what you did he, he basically did like a so i, I like it like a like a black power kind of thing and then wait, you wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> All right, my head is the camera head, yeah. and say my body is the front of the rover. Yeah. You take your right arm and put it at a right degree angle, crossing your chest. That's the that's kind of the arm which has more joints in it than than my arm does. If I if I as had if that many joints, it would be broken. As if uh, you wouldn't do this, but as if you were about to quaff a beer 
and singing, sure. singing a or, good Irish drinking or, song. Or um, <laughs> the Star Trek episode Mirror Mirror, the salute that the Mirror Mirror Universe people do is they pound their chest to their heart oh. and then they put like a Nazi salute out. The first part of that. Caesar. The Caesar. Yeah. The, the yeah. first kind of. Hail Caesar. Yes. The pounding of the chest one. So the arm across in that motion. There is that arm in front of the body of the thing towards the front of the rover. And I think that's what the shadow is of. Sure. And and that seems the most plausible explanation. But these people, I, I these conspiracy theorists want everything to be, everything is an anomaly that proves what they believe. And then they just attach all this other stuff like these non-terrestrial army units that are already on Mars and have been there since the 70s. Yeah. And... You know, we don't want to get more money for science exploration, so let's not tell everybody about it. Right. <laughs> yeah, it, it it really makes a, it on the surface you might be able to go, yeah, okay, that makes a little bit of sense. But if you start, you spend five seconds on Google, <laughs> you'll realize that it's just yeah. Dumb. You Google an image of the rover versus what you're seeing in this picture, and you know there's an arm. Yeah there so yeah and then you you, yeah. you hear about the viking rover and it's like oh yeah sending video images it's like mm -hmm. yeah but it's five scans per second <laughs> yeah is it well, okay so that's still video i mean it's like old old uh uh, uh gifs <laughs> but whatever it's like loading lo it's like loading old porn in the dial-up yeah. days of the exactly. 1990s where you had to line by line and Oh, is that a nipple? Nope, nope, not yet, not yet. Not yet. Oh, there's a nipple. Okay, I gotta wait five more minutes until I see anything crotch related, <laughs> which you never got to because you got kicked off of uh, CompuServe, or you got kicked off because your roommate picked up the phone, right. and and they heard the. Ah, damn it! <laughs> damn it, mom! <laughs> I was trying to go online. Well, for me, it was college roommate, but yeah. Well, so. You mentioned terrestrial, so let's move from Mars, yes. where apparently we can walk around without um, spacesuits. But, but like Arnold Schwarzenegger, his eyes were exploding. This is true. Before they had the alien technology, but his eyes were exploding. Or they were, they were coming out of his body, which yeah. is weird. Doesn't make any sense. No, but. not so much. But yeah. <sighs> anyway, <laughs> so we'll stick on NASA for a little bit, and we'll take we'll cruise back here. <laughs> ah, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ted Cruz had a had a, a spat. Oh, yes, he he got he got slapped down a little bit. Well, he was attempting to slap. He, well, he was, and his big question was why why y'all gotta be uh, looking at the at the Earth? Why aren't you supposed <laughs> to be about space? Yeah, I don't I don't understand the lack of curiosity of these people. A lot of Which it, is weird because it goes back to the yeah. Mars Curiosity <laughs> rover. It, a lot of it had I, I, it's like, well, let's look away from the Earth. It's we're fine if NASA does that, but if they turn the cameras or satellites back towards the Earth, yeah. that might prove something like climate change and global warming. So let's avoid that if all possible. We also might be able to spy on them and doing doing the bad things that they hate yeah, so much. Uh, it's not even that. <laughs> I think it is. I'm a conspiracy theorist. Is Yep, sure. Okay. <laughs> so so Cruz is on the Senate subcommittee for space science and all right, the article just said space science and competitive subcommittee and competitiveness. <laughs> yeah, I, I, the I Senate space science and competitiveness subcommittee. So it's space okay. science and competition. 
Yeah. So how competition with whom? We don't know. The Ruskies. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, and and ESA and Chinese and Indian Space Agency and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, basically saying that he he thinks that NASA has lost its focus and it's not inspiring kids like it used to by focusing part of its budget on monitoring the Earth and, you know, weather, climate, we satellites. Yeah, and, you know, we, we should, Fox News can go ahead and launch their own satellites, <laughs> weather satellites, right? I mean, like a conservative weather satellite that won't actually see what's going on. Uh, sure, yeah. He, he quoted, Cruz quoted stuff like... Rose, rose-colored lenses. Yes, that the, the Earth Sciences Division within NASA has increased their budget 41% since 2009, but the space exploration has dropped 7.6%. So there's not an equal rise or fall there. It may just be in different years, NASA is focusing on different things. Like this year, sure. we want to get a few satellites up. So we're increasing our Earth science budget. Next year, it'll, it'll, we'll balance it more with a new rover we want to send to Mars or sure. something. Well, I mean, it's, it's amazing to me that you hear the other side of the story is, uh, we know so much about Mars, but we don't hardly know anything about Earth. And then you say, well, we don't want you studying the Earth. <laughs> well, which is it, fucker? <laughs> Pardon my language. No, no, it's okay. We, we have the explicit tag yes, on the podcast. Do. Yeah, but it, it kind of pisses me off. And then idiots like Ted Cruz are, are like, well, mm-hmm. you're, it's a space, so go to space. It's like, well, you can't just go <laughs> to space. And as he said... Ted Cruz was at a uh, meeting with uh, NASA Administrator Charles Bolden. Yes. And uh, he asked what Bolden thought NASA's core mission was. Mm -hmm. And so Bolden uh, responded, Our core mission from the very beginning has been to investigate, explore space, and the Earth environment, and to help us make make this place a better place. And then, according to this article, he wasn't. Cruz wasn't satisfied, and he makes the comment about that's you know going to space is what inspires little boys and girls across this country. Right. Which, if you would put the budget in for us to go to space, maybe they'd be able to do that. <laughs> NASA I has go like to space. what is it? A half of one percent of like the military budget. Yeah. Or something like that. It's it's a crazy small amount. It's eighteen point five billion dollars, which is like a a, pen, a, a dollar. A drop in the bucket. Yeah, it's like a penny yeah. per dollar. It's it's miserably small. And so Cruz says he's concerned that NASA in the current environment has lost its full focus on that core mission. And it, it's a lot of doublespeak in order to talk, you know, basically say, hey, let's not focus on the Earth. Yeah. I Where, don't get that. Why do we not want to protect ourselves? I don't get it. I, 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 I can't read too much into what Cruz actually thinks. But a lot of these arguments are, well, the, the earth is not a problem because we couldn't affect it and we're not affecting it. So let's just spend this money on observing Saturn. Cause that's neat. Yeah. It's pretty. Yeah. We well, don't need to think about the earth cause the earth will be fine. Our corporations will take care of it. And God. <laughs> that too. I don't sorry, know. I don't sorry. know how Cruz is. <laughs> I don't know where Cruz falls on that spectrum, but yeah, he's along those lines. Yeah. So uh, Bolden started talking uh, talking about the climate change in in response to Cruz, uh, saying that the agency can't do any of its work on the ground or up in space if quote 
if the Kennedy Space Center goes underwater and we don't know it, end quote. <laughs> and the Kennedy Space Center, uh, Kennedy Space Center is in Florida, which may go underwater if right. the if uh, or at least significant portions of it. Yeah. yeah, but I mean it's on the coast, Kennedy Space Center, so it's going to be all floody. Yes, and it's also a marshy area that stayed anyway. <laughs> as well as, uh, I think, in, in Texas. I mean, we've got uh, Mission Control, which is also in Houston, mm -hmm. which gets affected by hurricanes and all yeah. kinds of other stuff. So it's important that we know what the hell's going on. Yeah, and, and just general science, the more we understand... I mean, even if you didn't want to make the argument about climate change and how we know that's happening and the corner of the... The debate back and forth on whether or not they'll allow us to to say yes, climate science change is happening. There's also just the if NASA spends the budget to learn more about the Earth and the environment and how the, everything interacts, we can also just make basic progress on Earth science, like being able to predict hurricanes and their movement better, so that we can tell people to get out of the way in the right amount of time, or we can see tornadoes forming. Yeah. If we understand weather and science and climate better, there's nothing to do with climate change with that. But the idea that we shouldn't – that NASA shouldn't spend any time paying attention to the Earth is just ludicrous, especially because their name is the National Aeronautics and Space Administration. It's not just space. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe he – maybe Cruz thinks it's the National Agency for Space Administration. Could be. I don't know. Who knows what he mean? Yeah. But it's okay, though. It's okay. Uh, climate but, change won't affect Florida. Yes, thanks to its governor. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, Rick Scott. Yeah. For, I, I really always just want to say it in... Uh, in the same way that uh, Blazing want... Blazing Saddles does, <laughs> you know, Rick Scott. Or, or if you say the name Rick Scott, you have to have your arms akimbo. Yes, <laughs> yeah, he does. He does sound have like yeah a hero ish kind of name. I'm Rick Scott. I'm Rick Scott. It <laughs> <laughs> juts his jaw out. Uh, unfortunately, he's not like that uh, because he has had an unofficial policy. Very uh, unofficial, but yeah, yeah, that the administration and science scientists working for or writing about, sorry, on the payroll of mm -hmm. Florida aren't allowed to mention climate change. Or if they mention it in a report, they are, when they turn in their first draft, they are severely pressured right. to change it to take out references to climate change. Right. But, and, but not officially. Right. It's, they just it's, wouldn't get published. It's and their superior who knows from their superior who knows from their superior yeah. that it'd be in their best interest politically if they would take that out. Yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah. Nudge, nudge. Sure is a, sure is a nice uh, uh, paper <laughs> you've written here. But a shame to see something happen to it, yeah? That was... Um, I know, it's British. <laughs> you, you had like a weird Australian kind of... <laughs> thing going on there but it, that's usually like a brooklyn gangster kind of thing yeah i can't do a brooklyn okay. gangster thing. I, I, that was the first all i could think of was monty python <laughs> with the mil with the military base we apologize to our <laughs> british empire listeners yeah yeah but i mean the whole idea of political pressure to change reports i mean there were talks of that kind of thing happening during the bush administration weren't there that they wanted to edit that kind of stuff Mm -hmm. 
So this kind of stuff has been happening for years, but it's interesting that he's just outright denying that he would ever do that. Yeah, and well, at the same time of being against the the whole climate. Yeah, change I, mean, I mean, every time Rick Scott, Rick Scott, is ever asked about climate change, Rick Scott. <laughs> now, now I think is now he's Matt he, Damon. He, yes, <laughs> I've, I've I've changed my mind. It needs to be said like Matt Damon. <laughs> every time Rick Scott, Rick Scott. <laughs> mentions. Is ever asked about climate change, he dodges the question with the usual, well, I'm not a scientist, but... Yeah, well, or, you're, you're, you're he's a lawyer, I think. Doesn't doesn't matter. Yeah. He's, he's, he's not a doctor, but... <laughs> or or a fi- uh, financier. Yes. So, <laughs> I, it, it, it it's not surprising because there is a lot of people within the conservative political establishment who... It is the company line to ignore and deny climate change and just – which is interesting because I think it was either – it was one of the uh, Comedy Central-ish comedians like um, Jon Stewart or or um, nope. the, the Nightly Show who replaced oh. Colbert. Oh, I haven't seen that. Okay. Or, or those kind of people basically said, well, climate change was the term that Republicans came up with to say, let's not talk about global warming anymore. <laughs> and now they want to ban that term that they came up with so that they wouldn't talk about global warming <laughs> because it has come to mean global warming. <laughs> but uh, we saw this a few weeks ago with um, Senator Jim Inhofe from Oklahoma. He's the one who brought the snowball to the Senate floor. When he was talking about, you know, basically, this is a snowball. This proves there's no global warming. And there's a wonderful meme out there that basically took the snowball out of his hand and replaced it with a balloon that said, this is a helium-filled balloon. This proves there is no gravity. Right. Because <laughs> it's the same reasoning. And it's the same kind of through line of the politically conservative groups out there, also kind of socially conservative, that – we're not going to regulate anything. We're not going to try to deal with carbon problems or no, because the, the free market like that. free market will will deal with that. Well, the free market can't deal with it if you're not assuming that it's a problem. Because the free market could do carbon trading and stuff like that, but we don't. Right. Well, I mean, we've we've done away for the most part of the coal plants that were getting everybody uh, covered in coal dust and, and dying, and so the free market. Uh, no, wait, that was actually unions and the EPA that did that. Huh. Regulation. And we still have plenty of coal-fired plants. Yeah, we do. But, but and not, China wants to build more. Yeah, but they're not, as, <laughs> they're not as dirty as they used to be. Well, you're talking about the clean coal idea? Yeah. No, it, well, it may be slightly cleaner. No, I know. <laughs> I, 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 I'm being sarcastic. Yeah, facetious. Yes. I understand. But it, it, it is interesting that you... if. If you just took Ted Cruz or Rick Scott or Jim Inhofe and kind of that toilet? on Sorry, their own oh. <laughs> um, and just a, 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 as isolated incidents, it would be, huh, that's one guy who doesn't know what he's talking about. But you can see the um, the full court press idea of we're all going to ignore this problem actively. Right. It's unfortunate because it's just – it's pure science denial. Yeah. And in their own way, they're they're sort of uh, their own version of mm-hmm. what they imagine atheists to be. Yeah, non-stamp, actively not collecting stamps. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've you've got Cruz saying, "Well, we shouldn't have NASA study the Earth because he's afraid about proving global warming." You well, could I, not do any more science, and global warming has already been proven. Yeah, 
We already have all the numbers. We're just adding more data to it, refining our models even better. They've lost the scientific argument, so they're going to go with the legal argument and the, well, let's just not talk about it argument, which is the Rick Scott idea. Rick Scott. <laughs> yeah, and, and these people are our representatives, especially Cruz for us. They were voted in. Yeah. People voted for them. <laughs> A lot of people voted for them. Not actually, not all that many, many more than than the Democratic uh, uh, opponents. So it's, yeah. it's very close. So with Locke, it won't happen. But with Locke, well, that's why they do the whole voter ID stuff. To, anyway, but that's a whole larger conversation. Yeah, let's let's not get into that. So anyway, what we got next? Well, that's that's pretty much mostly it. I mean, we were we we planned an episode about all these kind of fun NASA shenanigans going on of the rovers and the roving maniac politi politicians <laughs> we're dealing with. Yeah, yeah. So I th I think we're good. Okay. Well, all right. Oh, uh, I, we forgot that we should give a, a shout out to Teacher Mike. Oh yes, whose birthday it 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 is today. Yesterday wasn't. It? I don't freaking know. Cause I thought, yesterday. It was yeah, yesterday. Because yeah. it was Pi Day. Yes. That's right. Him and Einstein and mm -hmm. uh, others. <laughs> who may or may not be alive. You know, relativity. <laughs> <laughs> Someone has his brain in a jar somewhere that people have been fighting over. I'm pretty sure he's dead. <laughs> Can't prove that. <laughs> that I know of. They may have kept it alive right next to Hitler's brain. This is not Futurama. You're constantly referring <laughs> this entire episode to all these kind of film and TV scenarios. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, this is my this is my escapism. <laughs> I don't have time to watch anything. Anyway, so um, I guess that, that kind of wraps it up. Uh, what did we learn today? I have no clue. We didn't learn much. <laughs> uh, we we learned that uh, we can breathe on moon and Mars, on the moon and Mars. Mm -hmm. we, we learned, learned that people will pretty much believe anything if you show them a weird picture from Mars. Yes, and we also learned that NASA not only put all of this cool devices on the Curiosity rover and on on uh, Opportunity in Spirit, but they also put in a uh, little dollar bill changer so the person that came by to to wipe the the windshield could get the tip and get paid. <laughs> so that's kind of that, I mean, they, why aren't they talking about that? Well, they're paid in space dollars. In space so. dollars and credits. Yes, well, it's kind of like Bitcoin. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So it's all digital. It's got this like you just swipe your card past it. Oh well, this it's is it's like an RFID thing. Sure. Well, this is why they have to get the uh, memory fixed on. Yes. On uh, yeah. opportunity because of the bitcoins and. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've, they've been talking about how the Curiosity – no, the, the Opportunity rover has, with that flash memory issue, has the occasional uh, amnesia episodes. That's what they called it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So essentially, apparently, the Opportunity rover has been going to the Mars strip clubs, <laughs> buying too many, like, uh, what, the bottles of champagne that's like the table service stuff. Uh, you mean space space beer? Yes, space beer. And, and basically – Paying all this Bitcoin, space Bitcoin, yeah. on this and blacking out, and that's why someone has to come. That's and maintain why it. NASA needs an eighteen billion dollar budget because the rovers are all going to strip Trump. Yep, yep. It's all those they're robo titties that they're looking at. <laughs> they're, buying, <laughs> they're buying Eve a new dress every week. 
Was that a Wally joke? That's a Wally joke. Okay. Uh, I'm b- very proud that, like, I'd say 90% of the references you've made this week, I've actually gotten. <laughs> uh, get the old popular culture. Um, so, yeah. So, we've learned all that. Yes. <laughs> I, I bet I bet the listener didn't know that, we, that they had learned all that. But they did. Uh, yeah. we, we learned that... Ted Ted Cruz, um, Ted Ted Cruz, <laughs> Ted 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 Cruz, uh, apparently is a serial killer as well, because uh, <laughs> he has three names. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we we knew that he didn't uh, believe in climate change, but uh, he also got a nice little slap down on uh, on right. being an idiot. <laughs> and then uh, Rick Scott um, is also a climate change. Yeah. we learned that too. I I I I know we said it earlier in the episode, but I really liked the the, the that um, we learned that skeptic wire. We are the red shirts of the skeptical <laughs> community. Yes. yes, and we learned that the skeptic wire are are the uh, red shirts of the skeptic community. Uh, if you would like to be a red shirt of the skeptic community, uh, let us know. We'll we'll make shirts and we'll put them up on. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how hard could it be? Yeah. <laughs> We haven't done it for four years. Those schmucks over the Skeptics Guide universe, you know they they know how to make T-shirts. We can certainly do it. Those fuckers have phasers. <laughs> we just have the little boxes that go. Woo, woo, woo. Exactly. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, we can never detect that boulder that's about to fall on us. Right. <laughs> All right. Uh, thanks for joining us this week. Now uh, I Greg. have to figure out the whole chain of command of the hierarchy of. <laughs> Yeah, who's the Uhura of the Skeptical Community podcasts? Or, oh, that's a good point. Yeah, you know, who who's like the the like the Vulcan other science officer who has a speaking line but doesn't make it past the one the same episode? <laughs> you never see him again. Yeah, we might be that person. You too. know, Lieutenant Jones, the navigator, who's on like one episode. Right. Yeah, we want to make him a recurring character. Kill him off. <laughs> Not necessarily that they die. They just like we die because we're yeah. the red shirts. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. <laughs> All right, thanks for joining us this week. We will talk at you uh, next time. Yes, so two weeks ish. And actually, there we might have a we might you, we'll might, probably, you might be able to get together with Donna. Yeah, because Donna isn't here this week, and Gary's on a short schedule. We're going to call it a night now, but probably do a filler woo woo tube episode a little later in the week. Maybe we'll see. Wait, what if what if we don't call it a night? What if we call it a shlama uh, lama ding dong? <laughs> No, I need to go. Yeah. Okay. Just cut that out. <laughs> You're not going to. Shit. I need to shut up. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye, folks. Enjoy that last fun little rant from Gary because I am not cutting that out. <laughs> you bastard. That's me. <laughs> the Skeptic Wire podcast theme music is by Oscar Lawn with guest mandolin by Greg Perrine. If you've enjoyed listening to The Skeptic Wire, leave a review on iTunes or leave us a voice message via the Podposted app for iPhone. Friend us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at The Skeptic Wire. Follow our blog at skepticwire.blogspot.com or send us an email, skepticwire at gmail.com. You've been listening to The Skeptic Wire. Uh, conclusion. Basically, listeners, if you're trying to figure out what this might look at like, 
basically the listeners are trying to figure out what this mic ah this doesn't look like Mike. Magic Mike? No. Okay. Basically, listeners, if you're trying to wonder what this might look like, 